I'm Justin. That's Greg. We're going to have some fun with this show. This is going to be not your normal everyday uh, 330 sports show. This is going to be the Grandpa Joe versus Uncle Frank and why they are the real villains of uh, of their movie. So, um, Greg, we're going to have some fun with this. <laughs> we're not going to go... We're going to get in depth in our own way, but uh, but we'll we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Let's have a real quick word from our sponsors, then we'll get to it. Mighty Mike Heating and Cooling is affordable, professional, and there when you need us 24-7. Stay warm this winter by calling your hometown hero today. Mighty Mike Heating and Cooling, 330-207-7070. This program proudly supported and brought to you by Eric Cromer, Cross Country Mortgage, a wiser way to mortgage. This program proudly supported and brought to you by the Youngstown Drip IV Bar, helping the Mahoning Valley reach its wellness goal. This program proudly supported and brought to you by Youngstown Computer, the Valley's IT company. All right, back. So, Greg, we talked off screen. We're going to uh, we're going to start with this piece of trash. We're going to start with Uncle Frank first. Um, and I think it's more relevant. We're recording this around Christmas time. Home Alone is one of the biggest, best Christmas movies of all time. So we're going to start with Uncle Frank. Uh, before we do that, let's play a little short clip here. All right. So before we get into why we think Uncle Frank is a piece of trash, let's just uh, show you some examples here. Pizza's here. That's 122.50. Oh, it's my brother's house. He'll take care of you. Early, we're leaving the house at 8 a.m. on the bus. I hope you Frank, you've got some money, don't you? Come on. Traveler's check. He knows I ate sausage and olives and Look what you did, you little jerk. There's no way on earth we're going to make this plane. It leaves in 45 minutes. Think positive, Frank. You be positive. I'll be realistic. Champagne, please. It's free, isn't it? It's real. It's real crystal. It's real. Put them in your purse. Just put them in your purse. Uh, yeah, uh, fill it up. 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 What kind of mother am I? It makes you feel any better. I forgot my reading classes. Oh, look what I have found in the Smith and Peter, how do you want a little shrimp? Huh? Looking for my son, you know where he is? No, I can't find him. They've all gone shopping. Nobody's home. None of the fellas want to speak of the hate of the cool chair. Get out of here, Herbert, or I'm going to slap you silly. Oh, good. Frank. Frank. Frank? <laughs> Immature or not, it was pretty goddamn hilarious. Wreck my trip, you <laughs> sourpuss. Your dad's paying good money for it. Oh. I know I shouldn't complain about a free trip, but geez, you guys give the worst goddamn wake up. Anybody here? Give this, give this to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's not here. Sorry, <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so there's a brief look into uh, Uncle Frank, and uh, so Greg, you got the floor. <laughs> well, have, have you ever used traveler's checks in your life? No. I would imagine. I wonder if most. I wonder if people even. I wonder if most people even know what those are. But remember, we had a friend that used traveler's checks once, but. Oh, that's an that's a side note. Um, <laughs> good God, like, yeah that that that's a great video. That's that probably is every single thing that he does that he's like actively involved in, in any of the movies. So it's like, I mean, cheapskate. Like, I, I guess the the one positive thing I'll say. I guess we'll start with the positive. He is who he is, and he doesn't try to be anything different than who he is. He's he's a piece of trash. And, and and you know it. Uh, unlike maybe somebody we'll talk about later, but he he lets you know who he is. But yeah, cheapskate um, doesn't listen to what anybody has to say. Like no. knows and follow directions. Um, steals silverware. Yep. Has no ability to reassure anybody in a very traumatic situation. If he equates losing a child to misplacing his reading glasses but clearly in my mind the worst thing is just the way that he talks to kevin in both movies oh yeah um, and just and the and that whole sequence it, as funny as it is in the second movie like that whole the whole like choir concert oh. like sequence just we haven't broken down home alone two yet but how terrible that whole scene is from how much how like how much how like horrible you feel for kevin in that scene oh man he is just getting shit on by everybody but yeah i mean we all have kids if anybody talked to our kids the way uncle frank did they're probably gonna at least get a talking to if not a right cross so um just a unbelievable piece of shit but also like you know he he could set an alarm too like it's it's not it's not uh I was going to say, as a grown-ass man, yeah. <laughs> you, you still need someone. And first of all, like, like their wake-up call was like 8 o'clock or 8.30. It's like, what what time are you sleeping in with like 20-some people in that house, too? I don't know. Yeah, I think we poked up. We, we definitely poked that hole. And then when we broke down Home Alone 1, just the whole, like, <laughs> yeah, how no, like, literally nobody gets up. Yeah. Twice. But, yeah. <laughs> and... The thing that the biggest scene for me is is in the second one when, like you said, that choir concert and in in the like like sometimes like our immaturity shows like and you'll you'll laugh at stuff you that is inappropriate to laugh at and like maybe you'll giggle under your breath or something like that. But he is full out laughing in the crowd <laughs> of Kevin's freaking. By the way, like a whole other side plot. Why do Buzz and Kevin go to the same school? Buzz is like <laughs> Kevin's like eleven. They should not be in the same school. And, and why are they in the same choir? Like he's, you know. But that's besides the point because Uncle Frank is just like totally just like laughing at him in the stands. And then when they get back, 
he just like brings it right back all up. So pretty good, darn funny, like <laughs> immature, not nah, pretty good, darn funny, if you ask me. And then he's like encouraging Fuller, who's probably gonna wet the bed and like, but yeah. encouraging him to laugh at his cousin for uh, all his faults. So, and is is Fuller is Fuller his son? Fuller's his son. So I mean, that's another bad parenting. Yeah, thing. He, yeah. his kid's still wet in the bed. There's there's got to be some <laughs> lingering issues on that too. Of course. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uncle Frank is pro bullying, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Another one. Okay, so this this didn't make the video, but like, I was thinking about this earlier today because I was trying to go outside the box a little bit. Kind of like makes sense of this one for me. So there's that line, and I I think it's in the second one because it's before he he goes like walks in on him in the shower, but he says something about <laughs> Uncle Frank says if I see him in the shower, I'll grow up never feeling like a real man. So is Uncle Frank, like, first of all, like, who says that to, like, a 10-year-old kid? And is he, like, spreading false rumors about his, uh, and how well-endowed he is? Like, like what, what is he doing? Like, who says that? I, I think maybe that's a, a generational thing that apparently you could say to kids back then. But, I mean, we're the same age as Kevin in that yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, you and I are, like, I mean... He's like in second grade in the first one. He's probably in yeah. third or fourth grade in the in the second one. Um, it's like we were the same age when those movies came out. And it's like <laughs> I wouldn't even know what someone was talking about when I was in second grade. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe in fifth grade. Yeah. But like in sec, uh, it's it's Uncle Frank. Come on, man. It's bad. That's bad. And his and his brother, Kevin's dad. Is kind of should be on the hook there too. Is, is, is that his, is is that his brother? I, is, aren't they? Are I, they I, I, I was wondering that. I'm not sure. I, it may yeah. be. I think. But, I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. And like you know, and and this is this is another thing. But like you know, they're on that first. They're in the. They're in first class. All the kids somehow are in coach, and this is pre 9 11 and all that stuff. But. <laughs> It's yeah, like just find, an, yeah. just find an empty seat anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just sit wherever. Steal stealing silverware. I don't know. I yeah, as like not not one redeemer. <coughs> he doesn't even. He's not. There's not even like. There's not even a, like at the like like in either of them. Even like when they showed him like opening the presents in the second one, he's like nobody opened mine. Mm -hmm. Like there's no like there's nothing with him even in the first one when they all get back home of like, I, that I can recall of him being like, Oh, Kevin, like nice. He's, he kind of does like, Oh, okay, Kevin, uh, you know, in the first one, but there's nothing that's like nothing heartfelt at all from. The no, no. Yeah. He is, which, he is totally out for him and that's yeah. it. Which, which I don't know if you, if, if we talked about this or I heard this on somewhere, that the, that there was an original plot line where like he in the first one where he was like actually behind the wet bandits where he actually oh. truly was a villain in the movie and i guess you wonder sometimes like like maybe how much of this other stuff was done with that in mind that mm. makes more sense cuz it's like this guy truly is just like a, a bad guy yeah. and <laughs> it's i don't know it's entertaining but good god like oh, not no. one like he just he 
it went, depending on how you look at it, he's either batting zero or batting a thousand. He's batting a thousand and being a dick and batting zero and being a decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uncle Frank, I mean, that pretty much sums it up on him. He's just like a world-class dick, you know, yeah. that's yeah. pretty much what it comes down to. All right. And, yeah. No, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, I, as I say, it's like we, I was going to say, we probably all have, somebody like that in our family but i like i that that's an extreme example of that's of pretty like extreme your yeah. your weird uncle kind of thing. Yeah. yeah but usually like the weird uncles are like <laughs> fun and cool they're and so like, cool yeah this yeah. guy's just like yeah. no he he brings like really nothing to the table especially if you're a you're a kid like you know this guy isn't isn't getting you anything cool for christmas He's not uh, he's not taking you to a baseball game or something like that. This guy's all about Frank and uh, nobody else. So, yeah, I, th I think that's pretty well said and summed up. All right. Let's take a quick pause and we're going to switch over to our next villain. All right. Our next villain. There's there's no secret. Um, I think anyone that knows me knows my disdain for Grandpa Joe. So we are going to, we just highlighted Uncle Frank of Home Alone. Now we're going to switch to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And there's a lot of people in my life that had no idea that Grandpa Joe was actually a villain until it was pointed out, all of his flaws and faults. And we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, first, we showed you an Uncle Frank highlight video. Let's show you an Uncle Joe highlight or Uncle Joe, Grandpa Joe, uh, highlight video here, or low light video. All right, here we go. Grandpa Joe. As soon as I get my strength back, I'm going to get out of this bed and help him. Dad, in all the years you've been saying you're going to get out of that bed, I've yet to see you set foot on the floor. Uh, maybe if the floor wasn't so cold. <laughs> Not enough hours in the day. Before you bed for the past 20 years, it takes a lot of work to keep this family going. It takes a lot of work. As soon as I get my strength back, I'm going to get out of this bed and help him. Before you bed for the past 20 years, it takes a lot of work to keep this family going. It takes a lot of work. Not enough hours in the day. Except for this. Over bread looks like a banquet. I have no right buying tobacco. Takes a lot of work. Takes a lot of work. Takes a lot of work to keep this family going. Not enough hours in the day. It's not fair to raise this hole. Never mind. Go on, open it, Charlie. I want to see that gold. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going to be here late tonight. It looks like I'm going to be here late tonight. Not enough hours in the day. Everybody, look my bed. It's the best one. The thing is mine. You're pulling our legs, Charlie. <laughs>
I gotta pause real quick. Okay, <laughs> we're back. I had the coughing fit, so I had to pause off screen. But we're going to this guy now, Grandpa Joe, uh, over Greg's head. If you're watching, oh my gosh! If that video didn't do it for you, I don't know what will. No, I don't think anything we're gonna say is is gonna add to it. But Greg, I'm I'm giving you the floor again. Oh man. <laughs> well, we we. We started with the, the wolf and wolf's clothing with with uh, <laughs> Uncle Frank, and this is kind of the wolf and sheep's clothing because I probably, I mean, I think we all, when we were young, probably didn't rec re didn't recognize that, no. that Grandpa Joe was a villain, but you kind of realize it, and he's kind of the worst kind of villain because he's yeah. the villain that doesn't outwardly seem like a villain. Um, I mean, that video is absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm still, I still it, can't catch my breath. I mean, it's, it's just like, I mean, there, there's such a laundry, there's such a laundry list of questions. Like also I'm just like, like did they, did they just, did they, the four of them just sleep like head to toe like that, like for 20, like, 20 years. like whatever, like, um, so where do we start? Let's see. Um, how about let's start with, Let's start with him. Let's let's get to the main point. Everyone knows Grandpa Joe getting out of bed and doing the song and dance. Let's let's start there. Yeah. So first of all, what he's singing is, "I've got a golden ticket." Yep. yep. Do you? Do you? Did you? Did you really get it? So let's start there. Yeah. Immediate. Yeah. It, unbelievable, right? Just claim like, oh, it's ours, Charlie. Eh. Yeah. Like, how about his mom? Yeah, yeah. The the not, not offering the ticket to hit his mom, who's basically supported them for twenty years, is it's not it, inexcusable. Isn't even the right word. It's like mm -hmm. it is like the ultimate, like just horrible act. Mm -hmm. Um getting out of bed and magically being able to do a Broadway dance number after supposedly being bedridden for 20 years. I, I want to see like the Netflix special on what they were doing, <laughs> what the four of them were doing. I, I guess I don't want to pull the other ones into it, but I'm sure they're, they're complicit in all this. What were, what were they all doing all day, every day when, when Charlie's mom was like at the laundry, because clearly they were up and moving around because like, like bodies don't work like that right, <laughs> like, right. yeah um, so like yeah, and they're they're eating cabbage water every night 
<laughs> they, they literally don't have two nickels to rub together. Yeah. The, they, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, it's just like he, he, it's, it's like he, he, they try to make it like this noble act that he's decided to give up tobacco, but not to mention that has been, this has been going on for 20 years mm-hmm. and who's buying, like who's buying the tobacco. Like he's like, Charlie's giving him the, the money for the tobacco, but he's bedridden. Don't know what's going on there. Um, what country did this movie take place? Is this England? I always think of it as England, mm-hmm. but it, it's got to be in Europe. So I, yeah, I always think of it as England, but I, it's almost like maybe, maybe it's not even really like a, it's like a, like a non, you know, that's just not set in any normal. It, yeah. it, it's, it's gotta be Europe somewhere, but it's like not a, maybe it's like a, like a fake country. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't know, but I always think of it as like, it's definitely European. But they probably have some sort of like welfare system set up where like this family literally lives in a, room no bigger than like a 12 by 12 shack where they can do laundry and have a bed like do they even have a bathroom like god he, god only knows i know there's a bedpan under the bed when they know it which is imagine what that place friggin cabbage water and bedpans four adult grown grandparents living in the same bed imagine yeah. the unsanitariness of those sheets and yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty horrifying, pretty horrifying yeah. situation. Um, yeah, it's and then I guess piv- pivoting a little bit, like <laughs> he, you know, a Charlie. Clearly, him and Charlie have some type of like special relationship for whatever reason. He's gravitated towards his grandpa, and probably and poor kid doesn't see the the fault in him, but. He tells them, like, if you remember early on when they talk about the golden ticket contest happening, you know, Charlie says something to the effect of, like, hey, do you think I could find a golden ticket? Mm-hmm. And Grandpa Joe's like, find one. I expect you to find all five. Like, yeah, you're trying to be like, like, yeah, you're trying to be like this nice, cool grandpa, but really you're setting the most unreasonable expectation possible. And Charlie's probably like, well, holy crap, I got to, I got to find all five for my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And which is kind of interesting. Cause I think through the course of the movie, he bought like three Blanca bars or something. So it's like, I'm not even sure how he's going to find five. They have no money, but like just that, like that right there, it reminds me of like the dad that's like, Oh son, you're going to play in the NBA and you're going to be a superstar and you're going to win 10 NBA championships. Like, we all want our kids to, to have dreams, but let's right. kind of keep it in check here. Yeah, yeah. Pump the brakes. I'm always bothered. I'm always the more I watch it, I'm kind of bothered by that part because you're mm-hmm. just like you're setting him up to fail, and then he's he probably he's probably like, well, I found one, but I'm sorry, Grandpa, I didn't find you any more than one. Yeah, yeah, and in all of the world, so. <laughs> in all people of are the- like closing down their factories to have people like unwrap candy bars for an entire shift but like charlie bucket's gonna find five golden tickets and and uh you know i know this is focused on grandpa joe but that math teacher that calls (laughs) him out one i don't know how to do one you know it's like well first of all you're a math teacher you should be able to divide one by whatever they were dividing by and two 
it's like you're pretty much calling a kid out for being poor, you know, yeah. in, in front of his classmates. So now, anyway, back props to, to Char props to Charlie for not lying there. I think I would have probably lied. Oh yeah, but, yeah, he's proud. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I don't know this, and you and you hit on the yeah claiming ownership of the golden ticket immediately is just unbelievable and inexcusable. Um, all right, well then let's go here then. So yeah. he gets he gets out of bed. So we already yep. kind of talked about that and does his song and dance and like literally looks like he uh, just got out of Juilliard or something. <laughs> <laughs> like freaking Julia Styles in the last dance. Um, but like gets out of bed, does his song and dance number, which I mean, did he rehearse that or, or you know, where did that come from? But apparently he's been in bed for 20 years, right? So where where did one your mu your muscles would go through so much atrophy you yeah. wouldn't have the strength to do that so two has he been faking it this whole time yes I, there's no doubt yeah he's been faking it, it that's the I don't even think we need a doctor on <laughs> we don't even need a doctor to to tell <laughs> us that it's 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 an absolute truth. So to that point, you're drinking cabbage water every night. Your daughter or daughter-in-law, I don't know what the relationship is. I think it's, it's got to be daughter-in-law because she actually calls him Joe at some point. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. So, so his daughter-in-law is doing his, him and his, his wife's filthy-ass laundry. Uh, and God only knows, like, you know, probably cleaning out the bedpans and whatnot. Yeah. And so she's doing all the dirty work while he's you know, laying in bed. I'm not saying that's a glamorous life or anything, but he's literally not doing anything. Um, and he's freeloading off of Charlie and his mom, you know, and, and could be out there working and maybe they can have a freaking loaf of bread one night, you know, for yeah. dinner. Yeah. So. It's yeah, it's, and Charlie, I guess is also kind of supporting them too. It's, 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 mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's disturbing. The more you the more you watch it, the more just straight up disturbing it is. And then and we haven't even gotten to the to the factory yet where it just kind of continues. Um like I no, went back into that. Yeah, get yeah, into that. Yeah, I went back and forth on this a little bit, but like I don't know. Like, okay, I get, I get it. Like they sign the contract, like fine. Like when they get in, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're not worth anything. Um, but you know, he, he provokes the fizzy, the breaking in and trying to do drinking the fizzy lifting drinks mm -hmm. straight up, straight up panics, like a little, like a, like a pansy when they, when they're flying up towards the, I mean, no, no ability to like lead under pressure. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, they're, you know, like, like, I'm sorry, but if you and your, if you and your kid are like in danger, like, you don't want to be like, Oh my God, we're going to get blown to ribbons up there. It's like, just like, <laughs> like have, have a little bit of calm. Yeah. Okay. He accidentally burps and figures it out. That's probably luck. It's probably from his panicking, mm -hmm. but still kind of, it still felt like he's kind of more concerned about himself. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, um, and then just zero judgment at the end, like ready to just sell out. I mean, ready to sell, sell out to Slugworth, 
goes after Wonka, which actually is somewhat of a redeeming moment, but like read the room. Like I think Charlie was on Charlie. I mean, I don't think Charlie knew what was happening, but Charlie knew the importance of being a good person. And when he gave the gobstopper back, and obviously that ended up being the defining moment, but grandpa Joe's just off the rails at that point. Again, he's protecting Charlie, but you know, immediately trying to sell out for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then panics again when the glass elevator is ready to fly out, which I, I don't blame him for that. That little, I mean, I, if I was in a glass elevator and we were flying towards the, towards like the, a, a glass top of a building, I probably would have the same feeling, but you know, just again, like you just think about like, if, if Charlie had heeded any of his advice throughout that movie, they would have ended up with nothing. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, but still he wins out in the end. Cause he's, cause he was, you know, he rides mm-hmm. Charlie's coattails and God knows what's going to happen after the end of the movie, what happens and like, what kind of say grandpa Joe has in the running of the factory. And <laughs> at some point that thing's going into the ground. And it's oh yeah. His fault. But yeah, just, so let, let's go over some of these adjectives for, for Grandpa Joe. So yeah. l- lazy is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. So g- give me give me a, a, another one. Selfish? Definitely selfish. He's been, somebody's been buying his tobacco for 20 years. Yeah, it's just like. Is he, is he a narcissist? Yeah, I, I think so. Kind of makes I, it about him with like the golden ticket. Yeah, I mean, again, you can't. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, absolute, absolute narcissist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what the the word would be, like an adjective for for faking uh, an injury or a you know a medical ailment for for all those years, but I mean, that's right up there. Um, I mean, he's he's pretty much a, a burden on the entire family, like yeah. getting Charlie's hopes up, having him go buy tobacco when they can't even buy bread. Um, yep. You know, like, ah, open it, you know, like, like you said, getting his hopes up. He, he's just, uh, he's, he's worthless. He's <laughs> like, you said, the worst thing you can say to someone from our, uh, um, uh, what's that movie? You're, you're, Oh, you're oh. worth more dead than alive. Yeah. yeah, you're worth more dead than alive. It's uh, it's kind of fitting though for Grandpa Joe. It so. really, yeah. It's just, yeah, and it's just like it's it's in, it's just interesting because I'm sure the character wasn't meant wasn't written to be bad to be like a villain, and you know, obviously most people that watch it don't really pick up on it, but it is. It's like as you look as you go through life, you just realize, wow, that guy. Ah, He's full of shit, as George Carlin would say. Like, you know, it's just. Um, this is why we need to do shows like these to bring this to people's attention. Yeah, it's very important. It is. Yeah. I mean, th- there's going to be a lot of people now, I think, that watch uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with a new new lens. And and one of the reasons we wanted to do this has nothing to do with the, the new movie that's coming out, because that's like a prequel. So Grandpa yeah. Joe and Charlie aren't even in it. But. Um, that movie's coming out, so that kind of like brought it to the forefront of like, hey, let's we've we've always wanted to do a show about Grandpa Joe, and it's around Christmas time, and Uncle Frank's a, 
a big piece of shit too. So this is a, yeah. this is a great, great time to do it. Yeah. So um, give me, you got any other thoughts? Is there, is there anything else? Like it was kind of like you, you touched upon the fizzy lifting drinks and the fan and stuff. It was his idea to go, yeah. go in there and take them and, and steal them. So kind of got Charlie in trouble there, mm-hmm. which. And, and oh, by the way, you broke, you broke the rule in the contract that you blindly signed because. Yep. You know, you didn't not not like they needed to have an attorney present, but like it's just no forward thinking. No, like maybe we should think about what we sign. You're like, oh, we're not we we got nothing to lose except you almost lost the entire chocolate factory. Yeah, and um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess you know he had a lot of time to think sitting in bed there for all those years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> gives the man a lot of time to think. Um, you know, doesn't yeah. face consequences for his actions. Um, basically almost gets his grandson killed in the fan. Yeah. You know, they don't, that doesn't happen. Um, like you said, he's a sellout wants to go to Slugworth immediately, which, you know, I guess if, if I was de- desperate and had, you know, yeah. no money, I, I, I might, I might do the same thing, but uh, you know, there's, there's no sympathy. Um, that's another thing, like not just grandpa Joe, but the other parents, it's like, there's zero sympathy for any of those other children no. in this movie. No. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a, good, a good public service. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false like imbo- of imposters. Yeah, and I think originally, yeah. The the I, I don't want to I don't want to. Maybe we can go into the the who's worse, and I because I think I know where we're going with this. But I just I do think that, and it goes to life, right? Like the most dangerous people in the world are the people that appear to be good but are really mm-hmm. evil and you know uncle frank you spot right away you're like that guy sucks like I, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna listen to what that guy says i'm not gonna you know follow this guy like i'm gonna do the opposite of what this guy does but a uh, grandpa joe like give the guy a little bit of credit he's got the cur- he's got enough charisma and ability to bring charlie in and bring people in but he is the worst kind of bad mm-hmm Hmm. So, let me ask this too. How long? So, he hasn't got out of bed in twenty years. His daughter-in-law is is doing all the work around the the, the shanty. Uh, he maybe I'd get out of bed if the floors weren't so cold. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, maybe if you got out of bed, you could pay for some more heat in that place. So one thing leads to another, uh, with that, but he is just, yeah, you know, I I think we can just serve this one up on a platter. Uncle Frank is bad. Uh, but grandpa Joe's the fucking worst. He just is. He's, he's, he's the worst. So that's my vote. I I think, I don't know, Greg, I'll, I'll let, I don't want to, I don't want to steal your vote here, but yeah, no, a resounding vote. Yeah. Resounding vote for, grandpa joe like we said it's just yeah Um, and any any other examples you can think of so like he's smoking he's smoking the pipe which obviously costs money you know tobacco is not cheap uh you know anyone i i don't smoke but i I see cigarettes are like seven or eight bucks a pack now and like back then i am sure it was still a lot you know per capita or whatever you know per your income um but like, 
the, the song and dance will never, ever, <laughs> ever get old to me because it's like, I just don't like, if anyone has ever injured themselves or like been sick for a little bit or just not, not been like yourself, even for like, let's say a weekend, and then you try to go back to work or, or get to the gym or, or whatever it might be on, on a Monday, let's say it's like, you are not full go. And this guy goes from zero to 60, like a yeah. freaking Lamborghini. So another, and, and, and he's, and he's what, probably 65 years old. Yeah. If, even, if you even give him 70, mm-hmm. like if he's been bed, so he's been bedridden since he's been like almost our age, like 45, 40, you know, like maybe 50. Like, I don't, do we need, we need, probably need a little more backstory. Like, I mean, like, yeah, since you, since you broke both legs in that like combine accident, like you, you know, or whatever, it's like, yeah, right. No, you've just been like, you're other, like, seemingly perfectly healthy, nothing wrong with you, but you've been bedridden since you're 45. Yep. I mean, clearly it's just potholes, but it's, it's, it's potholes gone really wrong. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, it's like whoever wrote this. Well, I think the rolled doll or whatever the guy that actually wrote the book, yeah. but I'm sure there was some, I, I've never read the book, so I don't know what kind of liberties were taken in the movie, but like they could have done a couple things that could have made him a lot more redeeming. Like the only thing I've, I've read that that's like, truly different in the book and it's not even with that character but there is a father in the book um so you know i could see like grandpa joe's kind of like charlie's father yeah yeah. but they yeah it's weird they don't get into that and yeah so maybe maybe it's a little bit on the uh the character building side but they don't do him any favors that's for and that's interesting because in the johnny depp movie there is a father too okay okay and there's a and there's a Grandpa Joe in that movie, and I'm curious. I haven't watched that in a while. I wonder how he, he can't possibly. Be I, I I've only seen like bits and pieces. I haven't seen that one, the Johnny Depp one. But I feel like the Grandpa Joe in that one kind of looks like the other Grandpa that's in the bed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of like an older, like like you know, the big glasses, like doesn't have the high energy kind of thing. Yeah. So. I mean, He's I got, awesome. I mean, I mean, I got all, it's just like, you got grandpa, grandpa, Joe, grandpa, grandma, Josephine, grandpa, George and grandma, Georgina, I think is who they are. Like, I just got a lot of, there's a decent chance that they're just four, four complete frauds. Like they just don't even like, I don't even know, like. I just so many questions. I, or 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 they're related, which is even weirder. <laughs> uh, oh man. But um I mean we we could take this a lot of different ways, but yeah. this was kind of our first uh character uh investigation here. So I think without a doubt, we are saying Grandpa Joe over Uncle Frank if if that's the, the championship matchup here. Um, but you know, they're, they're either way. You can't go wrong with both of them being, uh, pieces of trash, but in the, in this piece of trash bracket, uh, grandpa Joe takes, takes the cake or takes the, uh, the cabbage water in this one. (laughs) (laughs) And uncle Frank will take the, the, uh, the, the 
spoons or whatever from the first class. So, all right, that was good. Um, if you guys have anything we forgot, and I'm sure we forgot a lot because, you know, we're, we're just trying to wing this off the top of our head. But, uh, you know, drop them in the comments and we'll go from there. So, Greg, thanks for doing this. This was fun. And, uh, you know, hopefully this will encourage people to go out, rewatch that movie and go through and just like watch Grandpa Joe in this in this movie. Just watch him. Because if if you think, oh, he's this likable guy that gets out of bed and dances, no, nah, no, nah, he's not. And Uncle Frank, maybe the true villain, not the wet bandits, not Buzz. Well, they're they're all kind of bad, but uh, but I, I I think uh, I think those two take the cake. So um, all right, we'll leave it at that. Greg, appreciate it. And uh, everybody, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. This is original Youngstown content. Feel free to share our videos and tell your friends about us. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook. Thank you 